everyone. Welcome to The Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We're in episode 50 of season four, the very best one yet. What is up, The Daily Grinders? My name is Kelly, your host as always. We have a new segment, a new feature that we're doing on social, and we want you to be a part of it. The Daily Grind, that's the name of our podcast. What does The Daily Grind mean to you? Our simple phrase, following a certain routine every morning to start your day or on a larger scale that shapes the outlook on your life. Submit yours on our direct link form, direct.me slash dailygrindpod. Or visit us on social at dailygrindpod and get featured. today because we have a special guest on today's podcast so i'll keep the introduction short I'd like to welcome the show kelsey morera kelsey's the founder and ceo of dope as seen on abc shark tank dope is committed to breaking the stigma around mental health and addiction recovery one bite at a time we're a whole lot more than just a cookie dough company so welcome to the show kelsey Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. A round of applause even. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You. Yeah. Our audience is excited <laughs> to have you on today's episode. I'm excited to learn more about your story. Really to, to hit home here, uh, share your wealth of knowledge in the entrepreneurial uh, business space, uh, woman in business, and all the above, literally. So um, yes, we're going to throw a couple of poems at you, maybe baking style. Can you uh, hand us off a sweet treat or maybe give us a sweet treat on introducing yourself and what you do on a, your daily grind? Yeah, for sure. So I am Kelsey Moreira. I'm the founder and fearless leader over at Dope. I started a cookie dough company. We make edible and bakeable cookie dough on a mission to try and make the world a little sweeter. So given my personal journey into recovery, I were really focused on trying to help other people know they're not alone in what they're going through and donate to the cause, um, giving money to nonprofits that support mental health and addiction recovery. So it's a sweet product, super delicious and a good cause behind it. And that's what I do day in and day out, making this come to life. Yeah, that's great. Talk about the daily grind. And excited to, to dive in more throughout this interview, uh, really show what's all about in terms of, um, I really like the unique uh, background your company does in, in terms of that give back and also supporting from a nonprofit perspective. Our podcast is um, underneath our umbrella of our nonprofit. So we really like to, it really hits home, uh, true to our hearts here for our daily grinders. Uh, my first question I would say is what really motivated you to start your own business? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. I have no entrepreneurs in my family either. So it's not like something I grew up around. Um, I've got, you know, normal working class parents who just uh, had told me from a really young age, you know, my goal was just to get good grades, get it, go to a good school and get a good job and stay there forever, you know, until I retired. That was the plan that I was on. And 
Um, when I was young, I got this opportunity to start working at Intel, actually, at just age 16. I became an intern at Intel and worked part-time every school year and full-time every summer until graduating and becoming a full-time employee. Uh, during this time, you know, it had been really hard on my mental health to jump from just being a carefree kid to working in corporate America. And I leaned on alcohol to deal with my stress and anxiety. Um, so my troubles with alcohol started from around 14, but made the decision to get sober in 2015. And my whole life changed. It was the best decision I've ever made. And the whole reason I'm here talking to you today, um, getting sober gave me that chance to figure out, you know, who is Kelsey and what does she love to do and what are her hobbies? So I really got to create myself and started baking a ton. I got right back in the kitchen. I used to love to bake as a kid and I kind of lost sight of that. So early sobriety baking was like meditation for me. This like calm in the kitchen, the focus on the recipe and the precision of baking. Like time was just flying by and I was bringing in baked goods into the office and you know, the motivation really started when I was getting enough nudges from uh, my coworkers trying my cookies and cakes and all this saying, you know, this is really good. Like you should sell this. And uh, there began that first little inkling of like, I could have my own business. <laughs> and um, the very first thing I did was actually start Monster Baby Bakery. I was nicknamed Monster Baby for being such a messy eater as a kid. And I started a little bakery doing like um, local delivery of cakes and cookies and things. But the shift to starting dope um, happened when I moved to San Francisco and attempted being a vegan, uh, like many people who moved to the Bay Area tried going without eggs, and I found a great way to make cookie dough safe to eat. So once I had this recipe where my classic cookie dough recipes were now safe to eat without any eggs, um, but using butter and knowing this super delicious decadent recipe would be loved by so many people, I set out to make it my business. So that's where it all began. Yeah, really well said. Uh, Kelsey, just learning about your background, uh, origin story, all the above. Talk about life-changing uh, dough, literally, here. Um, <laughs> touch on a little bit more on the, on the kitchen, like, how, how you find your happy place, like, what kind of, like, feels your grind in a sense of, of being in there, baking? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the focus for me, it's like, um, if you do yoga, you have someone sort of telling you step-by-step, step, truly breath-by-breath, breath, what to do in the next step. And I found similarly in the kitchen, baking and following a recipe, you really get to let everything else in your mind just go and um, focus on these steps of, of baking. And I got a lot of happy memories with my family as well, um, baking my uh, late Nana, um, she and I used to bake when I was young and, and then even, you know, into my teen years and when I got sober, um, just baking a ton together was so, so nice. Great memories with her. And um, she and I shared both a love of sweets and and also um, both had struggled with alcohol. So she was 21 years sober when she passed away. So um, she was really special. And I have a lot of connections in my mind with my baking uh, time with her. Mm, yeah, I love the personal touch and personal story and everything and just tying it into your overall product and, and company as a whole uh kudos to you in confronting your issues with alcohol and getting sober uh yay uh excited <laughs> for you yeah we're, we're cheering you virtually you. here from from the daily grind um you, you talked about uh, do, uh dope's mission actually what's the background story on on the name did you just kind of literally on your on your daily grind oh light bulb moment i'm gonna call it uh the branding on this or uh, yeah mm-hmm Sure. Yeah. So I actually was sitting with a friend trying to come up with some puns using dough. Like I knew I wanted dough in the name 
and everything was just so silly, you know, like delicious dough or <laughs> like things were just not gonna, not gonna jive. And I was saying, you know, to kind of reset, like, I just want to make a really dope dessert brand. I want something different. I was so tired of like every place I went for desserts being, you know, rainbows and butterflies. It felt like I had to go into a little uh, kid store to get a cupcake. Like, why couldn't it just be more dope and my friend was like oh my god dope could have dough in it and the name has stuck ever since so uh, we've gone with that and love it you know it's not the easiest thing for people to pronounce it's dough with a p on the end uh, so we get dough p or dough up or my favorite is doug hp <laughs> but um once you get it that it's dope it definitely sticks and it's pretty memorable yeah it sticks it's it's great a very um you know uh taste appealing eye-catching deliciousness uh, yeah, it's, it's getting me hungry literally on this episode, so um, we're going to have to order, <laughs> get the shopping cart up and running here. Can you also talk about uh, the give back, the, you know, the, um, the imp- what's the importance of, you know, uh, being to you, I guess, uh, um, for your personal values, but also for the, for the company's mission to be more than just a, just a cookie dough company? Yeah, I think when I was getting this started, you know, from the get go, I had a lot of experience at Intel seeing philanthropy firsthand, like they are an incredibly massive company making a ton of money, but they do so much to give back. And I really started to weave that in in the early days, thinking through what impact I wanted to have. And obviously, you know, personally, what issues were important to me. And um, Dope for Hope, as I call it, the um, initiative here at the company, to break the stigma around mental health and addiction recovery. It was started after my two-year sobriety anniversary. I was about six months into business and I was opening my very first kiosk. It's going to be like a physical place for us finally. I would not have to pack for catering events out of my apartment anymore and we were going to have a um, our first storefront in a, a food hall. And the grand opening was on my two-year sober birthday. So on the Facebook event, I said, if you say it's dope to be sober at checkout, you'll get 20% off. Uh, in honor of our founder's second sober birthday. And we got so many messages from people who were, you know, some a few weeks sober asking if I knew of any good meetings in the city and some that were many years sober and had never told anyone and were sharing how amazing this was to see me being vulnerable and sharing my experience um, so publicly. And I just felt like the big light bulb in that moment that you know, this could really be about so much more than just cookie dough. I have a platform here, even as small as it was at the time, you know, maybe 5,000 followers or something. Um, I really felt like, you know, of those 5,000, there's got to be some who feel like I felt when I was first getting sober. Like, am I the only one who's having to go through this? Like, why me? Uh, why can't I just be like everybody else? And you really feel so isolated in, in your struggles. So I felt like um, I had an opportunity to really deliver more than just you know, a sweet treat. And it's a moment of self-care in itself to enjoy some cookie dough, but I could talk about these issues that mattered. So we do um, Dope for Hope across three parts. It's for our community, you know, sharing resources, mental health Mondays. We literally send out full text blasts to our consumer base saying, you know, give us one high and one low from the last week and have hundreds of conversations started from there with customers sharing what's really going on in their world. And, you know, they maybe don't have anybody else asking them that on a regular basis. So trying to be there for our community. Um, The next pillar is inside the company. We're a designated recovery-friendly workplace. I'm so proud to try and bring what I talk on the outside into the company. And um, from mental health days to mental health care subsidies, 
um, really trying to make sure that our employees can bring their full selves to work every day across mental health, addiction, and suicide prevention as well. Um, so it's really, it's so much more than just cookie dough at the end, um, but the cookie dough itself and the decision to be able to uh, sell a product, I wanted to use the money from that for good as well. So we donate 1% of all of our sales to a nonprofit working in the space. Uh, the She Recovers Foundation is our beneficiary um, over these last two years. And before that, we've been working with different mental health recovery nonprofits and have donated more than $100,000 to date. That's amazing. Uh, I'm just, uh, I jaw dropped. I'm like, oh my goodness, doing, you're making waves in, in your industry, but also supporting not just the consumer side, but also your people in the workplace and then sharing that with others to be inspired, uh, motivated, not just towards their, you know, career academic goals, but also in a sense uh, from mental health perspective, that's huge and a really uh, important topic in today's age and continues to be ever so uh, forward. Um, yeah, I was going to ask more about the, the game-changing donations on, on She Recovers Foundation, uh, hitting that milestone and, and working with um, with that organization, but also uh, you even have it on the, even the simplistic form on, on the test text, uh, you know, elevating the conversation. If our listeners want to, you know, if they um, want to have that support, that recovery, be part of that recovery community, how does it work with the Mental Health Mondays? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a few things you can do. If you're interested in getting involved with She Recovers, you can go to sherecovers.org. They are an amazingly inclusive group of uh, those who identify with women's communities and so supportive across a variety of things. You know, they have this saying that we're all in recovery from something. So all sorts of personal life challenges, mental health challenges, or substance use disorder. Uh, there's kind of a something for everyone inside of She Recovers to find support. So um, that is one amazing avenue. And then signing up for Dope's Texts and our emails would be the best way. You can go to our website and sign up to get into our Mental Health Mondays. You know, we're doing those email blasts or the texts that go out um, asking you for one high and one low. And lastly, we also have a customer event session. So we have our event session on our about page on our website. If you scroll down on the about page, you'll see event sesh. And it's like, sometimes you just need to talk and you can do it anonymously and not leave an email. But if you do leave an email, We'll write you back. And I, I am personally the one who checks this and responds to customers. So it's just a great way to check in, see how you're feeling and drop what you need to, um, you know, and have a, have someone reach out if you'd like some help. That's, that's really great to hear. And we'll put in the show notes as w always where to find uh, these resources and also connect with Kelsey. Uh, and yeah, of course, uh, get connected with dope dope. We mentioned in the intro, uh, you, we've, we've seen you on ABC Shark Tank, uh, season 10. Uh, tell us more about your experience. If you're able to share any BTS behind the scenes, uh, on today's episode, whatever you'd like. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Shark Tank was a wild experience. We went on for the first time it aired in May of 2019 and then appeared again just last year in May uh, in 2022. So um, awesome to get to go back. But if I take you back to the 2019 episode, um, I went in 2018 to an open casting call. Much like I don't have any entrepreneurs in my family, I also don't know anyone in show business. So I didn't like, there are some entrepreneurs who are contacted by Shark Tank. Nobody had reached out to me. Um, I just went to a casting call and truly sat on a curb. It was like 6 a.m. in San Francisco. Uh, waited on the curb outside of the studio, um, lined up with 500 other interested entrepreneurs. And when it opened up, I think around 9 a.m., went in and you get 90 seconds to shoot your shot and pitch to the producers. So 
Um, I almost didn't go to this, but I had an employee at our um, Pier 39 store who really pushed me over the edge. She was like, I've got your cookie dough ready. Come get the samples. Like, you've got to do it. And I, I, you know, I just sort of had that sense that why would I get picked of everyone? Like, there's so many people trying out for this. There's so many people that try out this season. I think it's something like 40,000 people try out every season and 120 will get filmed for the show. So the odds are incredibly slim, but I also felt really passionate about what we were doing and the mission and, you know, um, the cookie dough itself. So I, uh, you know, I went and gave it my all and callback after callback, maybe six months later, I was filmed just a few days um, after my three-year sobriety anniversary. So it was really cool to have that lineup in September of 2018. Um, and in the show, uh, when you're filming, fun to share that I think a few insider tips are um, first, you're standing behind those doors when the doors open and the entrepreneur walks down. Like it's an extended amount of time that you're standing behind those doors and your nerves are just building like you wouldn't imagine. I mean, I was confident that I was going to pee my pants on national television and I was so, so nervous. They're counting down from like a hundred to get everybody on the set already. And I'm just standing there by myself waiting to go in. So that was really, um, that was a lot for me to take in, but the doors opened and honestly, like all of my nerves just went away. I had prepared my whole life for this. I knew my numbers. I felt like, you know, my business was just really cemented in my mind and had been flashcarding all of the business stats and everything to just not be caught off guard and um, nailed my pitch and, you know, was able to answer all the questions. And I felt so good about my presentation, but unfortunately all the sharks ended up being out around reasons for um, health concerns, that it's just not healthy enough for people. And with the obesity epidemic, you know, they just couldn't get up behind a product that said, let's eat more. So I had to put that to the side and, um, you know, shake it off and carry on. I was on there trying to raise funds for a store I wanted to open up in Vegas. And I ended up finding outside capital a few months later and went on to open that store in March of the next year, just a couple of months before the episode actually aired. So mm -hmm. I was very proud of that. And just that entrepreneur grit of like, no matter how many no's you get, you've just got to believe that you have it and, you know, you're going to make it. Um, but it was a, it was a crushing moment to originally not get the deal. That's for sure. Mm -hmm, definitely. Yeah. Thanks for sharing uh, BTS, Kelsey. Really interesting uh, coming from the shoes, literally of the entrepreneur on set, in person, uh, presenting and uh, being in the heat of the moment, uh, probably really stressful, like you mentioned, and also just in general, uh, as an entrepreneur wearing multiple hats uh, to grow your business. Speaking of growth or just even being on Shark Tank, has Shark Tank had an influence on uh, your business or even too in terms of even from like the um, even from like uh, the products that you serve, maybe the flavor flavors. Is there you know? I know you have your best sellers uh, assortment, but uh, in terms of like uh, products that you create, or uh, even from the show, or even a, a, any of your other experiences uh, since then, you know, growing it, growing uh, dope to where it is today. Yeah, since we've been on Shark Tank, uh, we've changed a lot <laughs> since 20, 2019. Um, they actually, in the 2022 airing, had us back on for an update. So um, pretty rare that they bring a company who didn't get a deal in the tank back on, but it was so awesome to be able to say that even without the sharks, you know, I've gone on to grow this company, launched additional product lines like our cookie dough um, drops. We've got edible and bakeable 
little drops of cookie dough that you can just snack on or pop on a baking sheet and bake into cookies. So um, that was an idea kind of to bring some portion control option out after the Shark Tank experience. And the episode has continued to air, you know, as the years have gone on. And we went from 800,000 in lifetime sales when we went on the first time to 9.2 million when we were filmed last spring. Mm-hmm. So it's really just been like an amazing growth for the company. Um, over the last year or so, we've launched in retail for the first time, and you can find dope uh, nationally at select locations of Costco, Target, Walmart, Kroger, Meyer, and others. So it's just been a very pinch me moment to know that we're in stores um, in the frozen novelty section, kind of where you'll find popsicles and uh, ice cream sandwiches and that sort of thing. You'll find our bags of our dope drops there. Yes, that's wonderful. I was you teed me up uh, for the, the the update too uh, the second time. So like I mentioned earlier, we'll f- I, we'll put in the show notes where to find Kelsey um, and and doped and uh, their 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 growth and uh, it's just it's incredible. Uh, again, really inspirational on today's episode. Speaking of uh, your entrepreneur mindset uh, background and and what you're doing with dope. Do you have any advice for starting their own business? I mean, that's a very open-ended question, but any specifics uh, recently that you could share with us, a tip or two, or uh, things that you wish you learned prior to really elevating the brand? Sure, yeah. I mean, my first piece of advice before I go into my pro tips here, because I do love to share some tips I've taken away from starting a business, but my first one is just to do it. (laughs) If you're thinking about it, you got to do it and you got to go all in. Um, There's just no dipping your toe in the water to uh, get a business going. I think it's just the best to really jump in and be able to put your full force at it and um, know that you can do it and taking risks will will pay off. So my first pro tip uh, while you start your own business is to operate as if success is inevitable. I think I've gone through every stage of dope just truly believing that I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and it's going to work out and I will find a way. I really don't think there's obstacles. It's just a new path we have to find forward. So keeping that mindset will just keep you going through the hardest of times. Um, next thing I think is important is to stay focused on what makes you different. It's really easy as you get growing to get distracted with what everyone else thinks you should be doing and uh, little offshoots or new product lines or new channels to go into. And um, you really will slow yourself down every time you get distracted. So you've got to make sure, you know, if you're going to do something new, it's really got to be worth it. And you don't lose sight of what made you different in the first place. The next one is to hire for what you suck at. <laughs> this is a hard one to uh, put into practice every single day, but it's so, so important. Like, you know, you can do anything. You can try and learn it all, but you won't be able to do um all of those things well, and you'll be able to, you'll be spreading yourself just much too thin uh, if you try and do it all. So outsourcing certain things, you know, from the very beginning, I knew I could try and learn, you know, how to do accounting, but that just wasn't going to be my jam. So outsourcing accounting, I think was one of the very first things I ever did. Um, And you'll start to learn as you grow that you can't keep growing the business if you're the only one working in the business. So um, really had to start finding support uh, to support my skill sets. And let me focus on what I'm really special at. Mm -hmm. Uh, My next pro tip is never say no to an introduction. I think I've had some of the most amazing outcomes and people that I've been connected to that were an introduction from an introduction and sort of that like, uh, you know, degree of separation. And the initial introduction, I maybe would have said, why do I need to know this person? Like, what on earth could they bring to me? Or I'm too busy. 
and it'd be so easy just to brush it off. But if you take that introduction, I literally take 15 minute intro calls, you know, take control of your calendar, give 15 minutes and see where it goes. You just never know what can come from a good introduction. And the very last one is to be a good person, you know, doing this for more than you. When you start a company, if you are truly just focused on trying to make money at all costs and tear everyone else down, you know, there are some folks that can make it like that. But if you really want to make it the long haul, these hard days and the grueling nights, like it's just going to be easier and more fulfilling for you if you have a big why, if you know why you're doing what you're doing and who else it's impacting. Um, it's just a whole nother world than trying to just have a company to have a company. So um, figuring out your why and trying to be a good person at every stage of your business is something I have found to be so helpful. Wonderful. Yeah, Kelsey, these are great. Really well said. Uh, essentially, our cheat sheet for today's episode, mm-hmm. our, our cookie sheet here, I guess you could say, uh, in terms of what we can do to really elevate uh, where we're at today and um, continue to just, just do it. Like you mentioned, simple as that. Um, speaking of your background, you know, making a splash on Shark Tank, Shark Tank, not once, but twice, named uh, Forbes 30 under under three and much, much more on, on the accolade side. Kelsey, what do you still hope to accomplish in this field going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think next for me is really hoping that I can inspire and influence the next generation, both on an entrepreneurial side and also on the recovery side. Um, I think for my future, you know, I just really hope to be able to get out there and keep inspiring others that they can change their life if they want to, and um, they can create something great. So that's what I hope is just to continue getting my story out there and maybe write a book one day. We'll see. <laughs> yes, I like. I got a teaser. We might have to get you back on the show uh, soon. Uh, yeah, all about all about the daily grind uh, and and where you're going. So um, as we said on the podcast, uh, keep up the grind. Uh, Kelsey, uh, speaking of the daily grind, that's the name of our podcast. What does the daily grind mean to you? Yeah, I think the daily grind, this phrase has really changed a lot for me over the years. If I had to tell you my answer for that in the first maybe four years even of dope, it would have been different than it is today. I think, honestly, the daily grind has to mean balance for me like it has to mean finding a way to make it through um I could just push through and work you know 24 7 no sleep just absolute craziness forgetting to eat lunch you know really not taking care of myself and I think the daily grind to me now means like trying to remember that there is life outside of just the work and to find enjoyment and value in that too. Um, so I've really tried to be more structured with my personal daily grind. You know, I've got a little habit tracker that I've been using on my phone and um, trying to get in, you know, even if it's just 10 minutes, like moving for at least 10 minutes a day, each day um, during the work week, meditating every day. Um, you know, those things are my kind of grind now is like, how am I doing checking off my habit tracker? <laughs> so trying to keep that in and keep myself grounded is going to let me show up the best way I can for my company. Really well said, Kelsey. Again, uh, super kudos to you and what you've done uh, with Dope, but also, uh, again, motivating us on, on today's episode. We might have to add that tagline, that mantra uh, to our, our, our branding here. Uh, really well said mm-hmm. about balance super huge uh for an entrepreneur and just in general for us in in life Mm -hmm. uh in closing kelsey we talked about your daily schedule you have quite the grind going on at dope what's on your daily grind you know later this year uh later in 2023 
Yeah. So coming up from us, we've got a bunch of new flavors coming up, which is exciting. So I've been working on a lot of recipe development and that's what I love. It gets me back in the kitchen. Um, and we're also working on a new product that'll be going out in retail stores, but I can't share too much on it yet. I'm just really excited to be working on a lot of product development this year for sure. Yes, I like it behind the dough. Uh, we're excited. Again, she's she's throwing us teasers on the podcast. We'll have to stay tuned. Uh, glad to he- glad to hear. Uh, speaking of your story, Kelsey, very inspirational. Do you have a word of the day to motivate us out there, or even quotes, saying, mantra? Yeah, um, something I keep repeating to myself and my nana, who I mentioned earlier, we used to tell me is that you can do anything, but not everything. So that's definitely one of my mantras. Uh, I feel like reminding myself of that is uh, one of my ways to try and find balance. Really well said. I think that quote fits perfectly with your story, uh, what encompasses what you're looking to do here out in the world. Uh, spreading really great words, uh, uh, continue to committed to breaking the stigma around mental health and addiction recovery one by at a time. Uh, yes. Uh, last but not least, uh, Kelsey, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you, uh, want to connect with you, obviously want to buy dope, uh, eat the deliciousness. How can they do so? <laughs> Yes, all of the deliciousness is at dope.com. It's D-O-U-G-H-P. That's dough with a P on it, dot com. And we're at dope on Instagram. So hooking up with us there is amazing as well. And then you can find me personally on Instagram. Uh, Marera is M-O-R-E-I-R-A. I'm Kelsey Marera on LinkedIn. And you'll find me on Instagram too. So yeah, follow me. I'm I'm very active on LinkedIn, I'll say. I'm uh, on a bit of a social media cleanse for Instagram and, and TikTok over the past few months, but find me on LinkedIn and yeah, I would love to connect and carry on the conversation. Wonderful. Yeah, we'll put where to connect with Kelsey, uh, where to find Adobe locally and also online uh, in the show notes as always. Uh, thanks again for tuning today's episode. A big thank you to Kelsey for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Have a dope day. Thanks for tuning into the Daily Grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Brian Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. 